sanctified and still trying to get it together. I'm your host, Ashley Denise. And for those who are tuning in for the first time, the overall message of Save, Sanctified, and Still Trying to Get It Together is that wherever you are on your journey, getting to know Christ or making him your personal savior, when your intentions are pure, you are pleasing in God's eyes. Again, when your intentions are pure, that's P-U-R-E, you are pleasing in God's eyes. What's up, y'all? By the time this is launching, the clock's done went back. It is getting darker earlier. The weather is dropping. Prayerfully, we know who our president is because the fact that it is three days after the election that we still are here playing is playing with my anxiety. And it's also cuffing season. Come on, we have to get into the tea, okay? Yes, I am a fiance, so cuffing season no longer applies to me. But it was a very real place for me in a very real season, okay? I had them lined up, ready to go. Which Thanksgiving dinner am I going to? What date will I have? Because I don't have time for my family members getting into my tea. And that's why I'm here today. Because we are going to be talking about dating with intentionality. And now when I say dating with intentionality, I'm talking about godly intentions. Okay, let's not get that twisted. I need everything clearly documented for when I get up to the pearly gates. Okay, don't get God out here, sis. Don't get God out here, bro. We just trying to be with people who bring us closer to Christ. Anybody who brings you further from Christ ain't it. We are not superheroes, y'all. However, I am not the expert about dating with intentionality because sis was still trying to get it together in that department. And so I brought my girl, Brianni, on. I love her to death. We met back in 2016. That is one of my sisters in Christ. We work so much together in the church, so many roles we play together. And I've literally watched her journey of dating with godly intention. And so she has now, she's still in the dating phase. I don't want to give y'all too much because I need y'all to listen past this introduction. But wherever you are, if you're sitting in your car, turn me up. If you're getting ready to get in the shower, set me up. And if you're cuddling underneath your covers, get your notepad and get ready because we are dropping keys. I love y'all and I hope that you enjoy. Peace. Go. What's up, kings and queens? It is your girl, Ashley Denise. Thank you for tuning in again for another episode of Save, Sanctified, and Still Trying to Get It Together. You've already heard the, the mission. And so now we're just going to get into the meat and potatoes. I know we're looking at the title and we're all, or some of us, are ready to get swooped up and loved on in the godly way. Um, so I won't uh, drag this introduction any longer. I have a good sister in Christ of mine with me. Uh, we share many things together um, as far as like church homes and titles. And this is my my church road dog. So I'll allow her to introduce herself. Um, and then we will get into the conversation of dating with intentionality. 
Hello, everyone. I am Briani. Um, like Ashley said, we fellowship together. She's one of the main peeps. Um, a little bit about myself. I am a teaching artist for a nonprofit, and I'm also a doula. Um, so I wear a lot of different hats, and I'm super excited to be here. And thank you, Ashley, for inviting me. Of course, of course. Um, so if you have not gotten it already, because I'm pretty sure I've said it many of times um, since we've gotten up to this point, we are speaking about dating with intentionality. And I want to be very specific that when I say dating with intentionality, I am definitely referring to Christian dating and what that looks like. Uh, transparently, I feel like I have not mastered Christian dating and necessarily putting God first and making decisions in regards to my dating life. Um, however, I have witnessed, uh, Briani do this in a way that seems pretty, like, amazing, I guess that's the word, because I'm just like, <laughs> how, like, where does strength come from, shorty? So, um, my first question, of course, um, is to share your journey, um, of being single to deciding to date and then making the decision to step into a committed relationship okay so um wow um so i up until my current relationship um i've been single for a while and when i say single i mean not in a committed relationship um the last relationship i had before this one i was 16 i am 27 years old now um and I want to say my senior year of college, so this is 2015, um, I had made a decision to be intentional about my singleness. So what that looked like for me was um, basically focusing on my walk with Christ and I will be completely transparent. I was not very good at it. <laughs> It was very hard. I even like made a contract with my accountability partner, like, but it was just something that I found it very difficult to do, but I still recommend it because it's always important to focus on your relationship with Christ. Um, but also as a part of that, I wasn't like actively like seeking to date anyone. Um, so my hope to get out of that um, experience was to kind of get to a place where I felt like I was ready to be in a relationship, spiritually speaking. Um, yeah, so that happened. Um, and I started actively dating in 2016. Um, I started online dating. Um, anyone who knows me knows I'm a hermit. <laughs> so, and also I can be pretty shy. So this um, seemed like the best platform for me. Um, yeah, so I started online dating with um, this app called Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, and I met, I matched with two people in like the first couple months. One person I dated off and on for about a year and a half. Um, the other person like I never met. Um, after the, I guess, 
I don't even know what to call it, but after me and the person kind of like, after it kind of dissolved, um, I met another person on the app, but um, that didn't work out. Like that was over within like a month. And then um, also like in between this, I also had started um, looking on another app called um, CrossPass, which is a Christian dating site. And one of the things I loved about that one was that um, they had like different levels of faith. And what that means is like, whether um, you're someone who is culturally Christian or if you're, you know, just kind of curious about Christianity, if you're like active in the faith, if you like um, down to like what you believe about the Bible, it was just very specific, which I really liked. Um, and it was on that app that I met my my partner that I'm person that I'm with now. Um, so yeah, so that was basically the whole dating trajectory. Um, and in terms of how me and my partner ended up in a committed relationship, um, I basically had to learn from my previous experiences um, to be clear about what I want and to set boundaries. So for me, what that meant was I created a list of questions. Um, and this list actually happened with the person previous that was like kind of short-lived. And although that was a really short experience, I learned a lot out of it. Um, but yeah, so I created a list of questions and um, throughout our like early dating period, um, every now and then I was like, question of the day, and this email start throwing off those questions. But it took me a really long time before I felt confident to kind of ask those really big and deep questions and some of those questions didn't get asked until we were just like all right where is this going let's have a conversation about it um so yeah me and my boyfriend had to have a few conversations about what our values are what matters to us what our boundaries are what we're looking for what our needs are and don't get me wrong it's not like the perfect relationship like we you know we have our ups and downs but I think it was important for me because I'm someone who can very easily, easily like just kind of let things slide until I realize that, wait, I don't really like this. And then by then it's, it's not too late, but it's just like, it shouldn't have gone on that long, you know? Mm. So yeah. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. I, I got a lot of, I got a lot of nuggets from it, but the thing that stood out the most to me, which I didn't know about was this, um, this app. I mean, I get, Essentially, in my mind, I'm like, if you're not dating right now and you're listening, like, this app sounds like this the place to be. If I'm able to say where I'm at in my faith, I think that's dope to um, have levels of faith. faith. Because I even think that's, like, kind of, like, what the platform of Safe Sanctified is still trying to get it together is. is like, the idea that, like, we're all at different parts in this journey. And so, like, we have to, like, recognize that in every aspect of our life even dating so like it's like yeah okay this is this is me um I don't I don't know for me I'm like I don't know what kind of Christian what my level of faith would be uh I personally feel like I'm a hot ass oh excuse my language <laughs> what you guys <laughs> find is that I okay let's Miss, um, I was say Miss McLean. Ashley has a, a my my place. My place, my struggle, my stronghold is cussing. That's one of my strongholds. I'm gonna try to get it together, and I and I feel like me. I feel like I'm just talking to Brianna at church right now. 
And so I'm getting comfortable. <laughs> forgive me, y'all. Forgive me if you're listening with your children. Forgive me. Um, but I personally feel like my level of faith is a hot mess, right? So my next question, like leading into that, is like when you when you're on when you were on this site with Cross Paths, what level of faith were you looking for, and were you looking for a level of faith that matched yours? Um, and what were your non-negotiables? Like, what what level would you not like? Kind of like look into. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. So um, let me actually. I'm gonna see if I can like because I don't I don't have the app anymore. I'm gonna see if I can um figure out what the levels were real quick. Um, bear with me. <coughs> there was a level where it's like um i attend church regularly another one was i believe i think one of them was i believe the bible is written and inspired by god or something like along those lines there was another one where um you know i attend church but i don't think church involvement um what was the word um basically like dictates my faith um, another one was um, kind of more like, you know, I'm just, I just kind of, you know, I'm a cultural Christian. And then I think the, the, the next one was basically like, you're, I want to say it was more like a seeker kind of, but not really like having a relationship with Christ it was the vibe that that one was giving me. Okay. Um, so... I think the one that I, so like they kind of like had it like in levels. Um, I think the one that I preferred was either someone who um, either attended church regularly or um, their beliefs like about the Bible. Those were like my top two. Occasionally I would be okay with someone who um, put their level at, um, I don't attend regularly, but it doesn't, you know, dictate my relationship or faith or what have you. But the other two are like my main, like what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what are, what are things that in the past, in the other dating, on the other dating scenes that you found yourself on, what were things that kind of made you know, like, this is actually not the person for me, or this person is like asking me to compromise something? Like, what were those non-negotiable things? What did they look like specifically? Okay. Um, well, for starters, um, I basically didn't really entertain anyone who wasn't Christian. Um, because I didn't want to waste my time or theirs. Um, so that was like off the bat. <laughs> like if anyone like, and this is more so for like coffee meets bagel, but like if there was anyone who like liked my profile who in their like religion section had anything other than Christian, I was just like, nope. Um, and then going past that, it was also very important to me that we um, had similar faith values and what I mean by that was our thoughts about biblical authority our thoughts about salvation our thoughts about sex and marriage so those are all things that were extremely important to me um 
So with the um, other experiences that didn't work out, those are more so because of differences of opinion in um, more of the like the doctriny kind of things mm-hmm. and like the like more like the like the theology. Um, yeah, so it really mattered to me that our theology lined up that like we both believe the same thing about Christ, that we both believe the same thing about salvation. And like, it's okay for like there to be like minor differences, but like the foundational truths, like we gotta, we gotta be on one accord with that. Facts. Like totally, I totally understand, um, where you're coming from and your stance and things of that nature. I want to go to the, to the part where, um, you spoke about like people's beliefs on sex and marriage. And the reason why I want to go there is because for my personal journey, I feel like that has been the biggest thing that people struggle with. They say, you know, you tell somebody, even if you're not practicing Christianity, but you're practicing celibacy for your own personal reasons, you're kind of hindered from doing that because they say you'll never be with somebody who's just going to be with you um, outside of, you know, outside of knowing what your sexual life would be like, because it's like sex kind of like is the, the ground for a healthy relationship. Um, so I say all that to say, uh, what, what was that like, like coming into like coming into the dating scene, right. And having to, um, introduce that had, had that ever been like, I mean, yes, of course it's been like a non-negotiable cause you're like, no, not here, not me, not now. <laughs> um, but like, how did you, like, how did you deal with that? Because I, I imagine what I'm thinking in my head is like, imagine somebody needing all of your other foundational things right and then there's this mm-hmm. one thing what kind of conversations do you then have with god to be like okay so how am i get through this jesus you done gave me like this person that has everything except for like this sex and marriage thing and like i feel like that's like for me personally like that's the biggest compromise so like how what kind of conversations do you, what, what, what is that prayer hidden for when like they have everything except for one thing? Hmm. Okay. Well, the first thing that, like, that jumped in my head as you were speaking was, so then that kind of like, let's, let's say, for example, we're talking about sex and marriage and we're not aligning with that. For me, that raises a red flag in terms of their beliefs on biblical authority. And don't get me wrong, I know, like, we all sin every day. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, they're supposed to be, like, flawless. That's that's not what I'm getting at. My point is that if you don't, if whoever I'm dating with does not believe that that God called us to, you know, for sex to be in the sanctity of marriage, um, then for me, that raises the question, well, what other things about what God says do you not believe? Um, so that's kind of where that goes for me in my head, because then that, that, for me, that, that becomes a red flag because it's like, okay, the Bible is pretty clear. Um, so like, it just like, how did you get to, you know, that kind of understanding? Mm -hmm. Um, 
and yes i know like people have like different um interpretations i get that um but for certain things at least for me they're pretty clear cut um so yeah so that's kind of where that one would go um for other things it could kind of sometimes go in the same vein but it depends on what it is um yeah like if someone had a more how do i say this um broader view of salvation um and for like for example if they thought that you know if you just kind of like did all the religious things and you know didn't really like ever confess uh, and repent of your sins and accept jesus as your lord and savior and they're like even if you didn't do those things like god knows your heart and you're still saved that would be a red flag because it's like okay one how did you get there two what about you know when it says confess with your mouth and believe with your heart so like do, do you just like ignore that like so it kind of like brings up these kind of like what are what are the parts of the bible that you're choosing to ignore or maybe like for whatever reason you haven't read those parts it's possible i mean i myself i haven't read the whole bible i'm sure there are things that i might be missing um but yeah so those are just things that that come to mind it's that when when those gaps on kind of like really big foundational truths about Christianity are there, then it's like, okay, why do those gaps exist? Um, and how did you get to that way of thinking? Mm. That was that was some powerful stuff. I mean, <laughs> I, and I and I wish like a part of me like just wish wishes that. I had that uh, that spiritual backing when I was like in the trenches as a teenager, like because yeah, it's like the fact that immediately is like when this person is quite willing to compromise like this part of biblical instruction, like that's a red flag, opposed to like immediately going to like okay well this is not that like if instead of immediately going to my mindset which was like okay they're not you know they're everything else i can deal with that like you know i'll repent on their behalf and not understanding that you can't repent for somebody else baby like that that sin is your sin like you know what i'm saying (laughs) you are making a choice yes the person that you're deciding to be with um is also acting in sin but you're not you're not repenting from them you're repenting for yourself um and then it just also like creates mess that you when you decide to then follow you know biblical instruction now i have to figure out if this is still something that god wants for me or do i have to release myself from this and start all over the right way and so like that's also like what i'm thinking of too like you know just stepping into like being in a relationship now for a few years and having to in my relationship now kind of like uh reinstate biblical laws like that that's hard because it's like mm-hmm. this ain't what we used to when it should have been what you was used to because mm-hmm. we're saying we want to be with each other we're saying that we want to be married to one another so god says okay if if y'all are supposed to be together, I'm gonna make it happen. But if y'all ain't following my lead, 
you'll create unnecessary mess. Um, so I just, I, and this is the reason why I had you on because I just think that's admirable. Um, and not, of course, no pressure on like, oh, she's so perfect. That's not the thing. Like none of us are perfect. Nope, not at all. <laughs> right, but it's just, I just feel like that's a, that's a, always a great area for a lot of us in our Christian journey because when we think about, and I'm just, and I, I have another podcast about like celibacy and like all the things like that, but I feel like that part of relationships is so um, prevalent in our society that it mm-hmm. feeds our it feeds our flesh more than like I could turn on the TV and see a, a successful relationship that consists of sex and no marriage or consists mm-hmm. of sex and no Bible before I could turn on the TV and see. Um, Mike Todd talking about relationship goals. Like I have to yeah. search that opposed to the other things that are so readily available. Um, so I definitely think that is um, just a, it's just an, a dope thing about you. Like, I mean, while it may seem like minuscule on like, on whatever other scale for me, it just seems like really dope of you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, My next question just to stay in the same vein and then we'll move on from this vein is like how do you sustain attraction without the physical without the physical piece like you know how do you how do you wait it out i guess is the okay um well at least for me um i have noticed even as like more recently um just like the more time I spend with my partner, the more attractive they become to me. Um, so even though we're not like physically acting on it, and especially now because I'm in a long distance relationship right now. So um, there definitely isn't anything physical happening. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I just, I thoroughly enjoy him as a person. And so it, I don't, really need it would it be Mm. am i like excited for if and when it comes heck yeah (laughs) um but i'm not making it a priority and is it hard yes like i'm gonna be completely transparent yesterday i was reading a really great romance novel and those things get pretty steamy um so but i think that it's important to kind of and this is kind of related, but also a segue, um, to know what your triggers are. Um, and so just be mindful of the things that kind of like might make it easy to fall into sin and slip up and stay away from those things. It's easier said than done. Um, but you know, give it your best shot. Um, and in terms of waiting, honestly, at this point, it's been, I mean, Okay, so I guess I'll make it clear for, like, the podcast. I am a virgin. Um, And, I mean, it's been so long. Like, I'm 27. Like, I've I've never had sex. So, it's, I feel like after high school, it just got easier. (laughs) Because it's just, like, my hormones weren't going out of crazy. Just, like, okay. And it also helped that I wasn't really seeing anyone. So, I mean, there wasn't, like, yeah, there were guys I, like, and had crushes on, but and I was never into like the whole hookup scene. So 
I kind of just like stayed away from those things. Um, and yes, it is more difficult now that I am in a relationship. Um, but one of the things that I really like with my partner is that he is really good with boundaries. So, um, which I think is really important because I know for me, I'm a very romantic person. I'm very in tune with my body and I, I need that accountability. Um, so um, like, I'm going to like, don't, don't, no mistake about it. Sis be struggling. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I, it doesn't bother me that perfectly speaking, Lord help me that um, the first time I have sex will be hopefully on my wedding day. Um, like I, I don't, I'm not, you know, weirded out by the fact that I won't have any idea what I'm doing, but I'm excited to figure out what that will look like with my partner and for us to explore that together. Um, and I think that could be a beautiful thing. It'll probably be awkward, um, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll have the rest of our lives to figure it out, you know? So Much. it's all good. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's, I think, and don't get me wrong, like, I have definitely struggled with sexual sin in other ways. Um, but um, through a lot of prayer and a lot of just kind of separating myself from those things, it's gotten easier. Um, I'm not completely healed from it, but I definitely do see a change between where I am now and where I was, say, what, three years ago. Um, and I think that it's important to just, yeah, like I said, figure out what your triggers are and just stay away from them and figure out. I think another thing that's important is, yes, should we wait because God says so, of course. But also, I think what helps me is figuring out why that's a good thing. Um, because, yes, I believe it's good because God is good. But it's also helpful for at least for someone like me who kind of like needs to kind of understand all the things to know why it's in my best best interest. Yeah. <laughs> I have so I have so much to say. Um but I'm not gonna go like I'm not gonna go too deep. Um, I just I really I need y'all if y'all listening like don't don't go back now. But like after this is over, like I want everybody who like you know for us who have I am for podcast purposes I am not a virgin. Um, as I you know, explicitly said, I am a hot mess, but I'm getting it together in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but like the, uh, like imagine how she was just like, I thoroughly enjoy him as a human being. Like she has no, like she has no interruptions. Like it's nothing is solely based on who he presented himself as. And I just think that because I can't phantom it, it just seems so beautiful. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've always been in um, relationships where a lot of how we felt about each other was based on our physical interactions. 
um, in the absence of that had no substance at all. So to, it's almost like waiting creates this like, um, like this substance, like this magical potion. I mean, not to say magical because we're not doing witchcraft over here, but like, like a spiritual potion. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that was such a, and you said a lot, but like that just stuck to my heart in a special way. Cause it was like, I thoroughly enjoy him as a person. Um, and I think when you get to know somebody for their raw self, like I, I have to, I have to see you in your mess. I have to see you in the moments that I don't agree with you. I have to see you in your moments when you disagree with me. And we have to work through it solely through communicating and solely through leaning on God's word and our belief, like, mm-hmm. and his promises. It's like, if God promised this to me, it's, I, I know that, there's a way to work it out. And I'll always go back to, I, I need to learn where this, I need to learn this scripture by heart. Um, Cause I always use it and I never know, never remember where it's at. But it, it's a part of the Bible that says that every time that God presents you with, every time you're presented with temptation, there is a way out. Um, will we always access that way out? No. Nope. That's- <laughs> that's why we find ourselves in some sticky situations sometimes but Talk about it. To me, there's a door that says go through here if you want to continue with the sin go through here if you want to find a way out like we have those two doors whether I decide I want to wear my glasses to see that door or I want to be blind like that's going to be my choice because he did give us free will um and so I just I, I just really think that that's so amazing. And I know some people are listening and it's like, well, um, she she's a virgin, so she don't get it. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, that's our, that's our, that's our safety net. Because I'm thinking about myself um, and things, because I used to be like a courtship video, like, quarter. Like, I used to watch them in, in a circulation. And I used to always be like, yeah, but she ain't, she ain't me. Like, you know, it the journey is still the journey sis like yes the um even when uh you said Brianni, like you existed in sexual sin in other ways like it doesn't always have to be the physical act of of you know being intimate sexually intimate it could be what we allow ourselves to feel sometimes what we allow ourselves to watch what we allow ourselves to read anybody who read in middle school or high school <laughs> yourself up into a plethora of things that may not even be real like right. I mean, Zane made made sex seem like it was this thing that will get you into heaven and bring you back to earth in a matter of five minutes and that ain't it we all I mean some of us have found out that that ain't what it is <laughs> so, <laughs> I just I, I think it's I think it's power in both journeys you know it's power in the journey of you know, you, you, here you are, you're 27 and you are not, you have not physically been intimate with somebody and you still can own that God willing, and she named it God willing, it will be on her wedding day. And if it is, whatever inhibitions you have, whatever worries you have, I'm with the person that God has intended for me. So we're going to figure it out because we're going to be together forever, period. But the person like myself who has 
taking a break off of God, got back with him, was still doing like stuff that I knew I shouldn't have been doing. And now kind of like saying, well, God, if this is the person that you want for me, then they gonna have to get on the game with me. And like seeing, like asking God multiple times, I, I had asked God transparently one time, we're gonna have a transparent moment. I literally prayed to God. I was like, God, like I wanna be, I wanna be celibate, but I know my partner, we struggle, we gonna struggle, you know? So like, can you just show me a way in, like give me a conversation starter? And we went out for drinks and randomly he says, you know, like, how do you feel about, you know, being celibate? You know, I know, like, you're on your journey, you're taking it serious. And I said, let me pray about it. Now, this is the thing that I talk about the doors. I had already prayed about it. <laughs> for it. I even asked him to give me a conversation starter, and he was like, I'll give you something better. I'll have him start the conversation. And what did I do? I said, let me pray about it. So, Girl, you don't got to pray about that one. And, and, and so this is the thing. Like, it's like, wherever you're at, like right now, I had to do a lot of repairing after that because the thing is God gave me what I wanted. I didn't take it. So then I had to go extra hard and like, you know, come and renegotiate with him because sometimes I have to have, you know, I have to negotiate with God because I know I get on his nerves. So <laughs> since then, I've had to do a lot of work. And now we, I feel that me and my partner are getting to a very comfortable sp- we're We're learning how to communicate with each other better. Like we're learning how to... um be on the journey that is God first, then us. Um, and I see it unfolding in the, and I'm thankful for it, but it was a lot of work. Like me and my partner have known each other since 2016. And here we are in 2020. I can say honestly, 2020 and this quarantine and Corona, she like on top of prayer and all this stuff like that, she done got us all the way together, me and my partner. And so like, just to see it, happening now is like do I do I want my listeners to have to go through all of that if I can if I can give them another way or if I can bring somebody on to show them another way so I think that's why that's why I wanted you on the podcast Brianna because I feel like there's somebody who needs to hear that what the choices that they're making is you're good sis you're good bro like you you don't have to come down or compromise or anything for the person that God has for you. Yeah. He's not going to give you somebody who's going to have you dissing, basically. Like, he doesn't want that. Um, so I think that's why it was so important to have you. Like, I didn't think of anybody else for this topic. <laughs> it was spot on. I'm like, this is it. Um, and I'm so happy and I'm so thankful that you decided to um come on um what i'll do is i'll have you close us out with um and you know i don't know if you hear about like sierra and russell and everybody saying what was the prayer that sierra prayed to get russell because he's like mm-hmm. godly man um so i guess you can close it out for um close it out with of course where people can find you um but also um what should that prayer look like like for somebody who's right now listening and they're like but what is she praying about like how is she getting through it so i guess maybe what that prayer is or what is a word of advice that you have for somebody 
who may be like dating or who may be trying mm-hmm. to get it together with God right now, but they really want companionship. Um, so what is that piece of advice? And where can we find your lovely face? <laughs> okay. Um, well, for starters, one thing that I know I definitely had to learn and, and I'm still learning is to enjoy my own company. Um, I think it's extremely important to love on yourself before and during um, a relationship because one of, I would say one of the hardest parts for me about being single, especially for such a long stretch of time was after a minute, y'all, it started to kind of play with my head a little bit because it's like, all right, what's wrong with me? Like, um, getting and again into my twenties, like what's and it wasn't that like no one was showing interest, but it was no one that I was really interested in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely by all means, love on yourself. Um, hang out with God, like just get to be content with just being with yourself. Um, and I also say that because like there are times where my partner gets super busy and I'm like, I miss you. Why aren't you talking to me? And it's like, no, sis, good life. (laughs) You know, like it's okay. Um, so that's my like first piece of advice. Um, secondly, I would say, um, if you're on a journey and, um, you are, trying to take steps to become celibate um my first big thing is to censor what you are reading or watching and even what you're listening to um it's something that i myself am not very good at i wish i was because it can be like triggers for me um i'm working on it but yeah um it's super help super helpful because when you don't constantly have like sex and relationships being bombarded at you all the time it's a lot easier to pay attention to other things um and to focus on what you really need to be focusing on so just be mindful of what you're consuming um next i would say in terms of just like a partner now albeit i am not a dating expert as you have heard i have not dated a lot at all (laughs) so um just basically going off of my own experiences and what has worked for me um um, like ashley i mentioned communication is super important it's something that i'm not always very good at because i don't like conflict um but i am learning that conflict is okay and to use it as a means to get to know your part your partner better and allow them to get to know you better in terms of why did something bother you the way that it does um what's kind of like the underlying cause there and you know not to be afraid to kind of really dig deep um because when although it's hard to be vulnerable when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable with our partner they get to see who we are we get to see who they are and when things are when the layers are peeled back and you get a clear idea of who it is that you're working with you'll know have a better idea of how to move forward or whether to move forward at all um so because at the end of the day nobody got time to be wasting like i'm like i'm 27 like i'm like trying to have some babies for the next few years like that's not for this so um yeah 
um oh in terms of where to find me um i am on instagram now i will i will be very clear i'm not much of a social media person i don't really post i'm the kind of person that just kind of swipes there um so like to the point where i actually need to open my instagram just to tell you what my handle is <laughs> but uh, my handle is b i n i underscore g eleven ninety three. Um, but yeah, feel free to you know shoot me a DM if you have questions. Um, I do go on Instagram like more lately now that you know this whole quarantine situation is going on. I'm on Instagram every day, so I will eventually see the message. I might not see it right when you um send it because I don't have my notifications on um but I'll see it eventually so don't worry I'll get to you within like the next day or two so you guys heard that where to find her if you didn't hear I want you to take your finger draw it back a few minutes because we're not going to repeat it (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you are not following um the podcast page. I'll quickly say that is SX3 underscore podcast. Um, again, thank you, Briani, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you are well. Um, and if you have, like you said, if, if like Briani said, if you have any questions, um, any areas where you would like to push us, um, I'm, we're all up for the challenge. Um, yeah and open to like explore this journey together. So be well, be safe, be sanctified, and be okay with trying to get it together. Amen. Peace.